Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 870, August Reckoning, recorded live on August 24th, 2023. everyone welcome to pod tackler the unofficial halo universe podcast i am one of your co-hosts dust storm i'm your other co-host godzilla t and we're back after a couple of weeks we haven't had a lot of halo news and not any interviews lined up yet but we have our community update for the month of august to recap a few things that we haven't talked about we have a couple of community things to talk about as well and also we have a interview lined up with the domain finally he did message last week wanting to do the podcast this week and i said "Eh, well let's try next week because i didn't get the notification from uh, twitter or x as it's now called so trying to get him scheduled on the next podcast hopefully if not it'll be one of the next few podcasts here before i go disappear and become a dad and yes pens it is i think it's official that i am behind on the novel Can can you give that for sure GT. Yeah, T is definitely behind on the novel. So, for those that are playing along at home with the bingo card, yes, I have now officially hit behind another novel. Fix my camera there a minute. With that, though, let's d- dive into some of the other community stuff. We did another round of Cursed Halo last week. Mm-hmm. For Thursday night, since my parents were in town, and it was kind of a late, oh, I'm actually available. So we did Cursed Halo. And that was not quite as bad as it has been. I don't think I was as suicidal. <laughs> there were definitely less D20s thrown. There, there was Not no eliminated, but there was definitely a lot less of them. <laughs> and we got through three missions. We got through Assault in the Control Room. The... Uh, what's the one in between? That and the library. Why am I... Oh, three for three Guilty Spark. And the library. So, got through three of those and figured out where the Mario Kart race tracks are, which are right mm-hmm. afterwards. So, the next time we do Cursed Halo will be that circuit. I think it might actually be five or six maps. Or next five races. For the Grand Prix. Yeah. So, that'll be fun. <laughs> what do you think of, of Cursed Halo going through all that? stuff oh it's it's a lot of fun i mean it's definitely a different way to do to play ce i mean in some ways it's more difficult in some ways it's a lot more fun at least depending on who you're playing with the one thing that stood out to me last session was at the beginning of the library you know how you have the little chapter things at the bottom Mm -hmm. it said you know you can actually skip this level and i'm thinking Wait, how do you actually skip the level? Do you try to launch yourself into the middle to get the index or or what? So we spent a good, what, half hour trying to do that and then another half hour trying to get out of the pit because you somehow fell into the pit beneath the index and you lived? Apparently the death barrier has been removed in, in the pit. Or I overloaded the... I fell all the way to the bottom 
and was stuck there. Or I overloaded the map so much with D20s that it just despawned the death barrier. No, actually, I think it's been removed. Because oh. I would think since both of us died, it would reset the death barrier. Mm, not if it reverts to checkpoint, because it, it any of that kind of stuff that breaks will get saved with that checkpoint. We had a lot. Of, we had a lot of fun trying to get out of there. We almost did a few times. Well, we got out of there. The problem was <laughs> we were having problems with the fall timer. The fall timer works in reverse as well. Yeah. So if you're if you're fly if you're basically in the air for a certain amount of time, even if you're flying up, the kill timer will still hit you. No pins. We did not find a way to skip the level. Although with plenty of the weapons, we were able to very handily go through things. And with the mini hog grenades, we just drove through half of the map without really stopping to kill any of the flood. Yeah, about the only places we actually fought the flood is the places where we had to hold out. And then Dust got the brilliant idea of answering a math problem wrong. I thought it was funny. Curious to see what happens. You didn't do it twice. No. No, I didn't. I was just curious to see what would happen if you got Th- one of Things wrong. get really interesting when you answer one of those math problems wrong. It takes you a little bit, but it takes you a little bit to get back to where you can try to answer the question again. Well, if you don't get the checkpoint, which we were just flying through, so we missed all the checkpoints because we were in constant combat by just driving through everything. Yep. Although we didn't have to repeat too much of it. No. And the Sentinels were had the turret sounds from Portal. Yeah. That was, I think, an apt replacement for the sentries. <laughs> or putting the sentry guns for the Sentinels. Yeah. It all was a lot of fun. If you have the opportunity to play it, I do recommend you download it and play it. Uh, be sure to read the notes on it so that you can get it to work right with Master Chief Collection. Um, it's, it's a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. We got the thruster Gmod tool that was for the first time, so that was fun. We actually tried to use that. Did we try to use that to get out of the library hole? Yep. There were a few other times that we got it, too. It's not very predictable. No. You can kind of control it a little bit, but not really. Not, and not then you that get well. into the whole fall timer thing again. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. the blunderbuss does a pretty good job. Yeah, that was what we almost used to get out, basically. It almost got us up there, but not quite. It it got really close. I think mm-hmm. if we finagled it a little bit more, we could have gotten out of there. Not that it really would have mattered. Anything else? Johnson was in there in the library. <laughs> yep. You get Johnson's help in his commentary. After he suicides on Assault in the Control Room. <laughs> that whole... If anyone hasn't seen the Ubernick Cursed Halo thing where he basically plays through the whole Johnson driving the Warthog thing, he suicides off the bridge that has the one side broken and the other side still. So that was a lot of fun. We might do that in between when the domain gets on the podcast next or whenever there's another gap in Halo news. Pretty sure to say it will happen soon, though. And we'll go through the whole Grand Prix before we get back to two betrayals, the main 
story. I got a feeling the the Grand Prix is going to be one night by itself. Yeah, I think so. And we did a test race, more or less, after the stream, and we saw that we had to get third or higher to progress to the next mission. Mm-hmm. And dust sucks at shortcuts. That shortcut's not even easy to get in the regular Super Mario or Mario Kart. That's not the easiest jump. You can try it next time. <laughs> Other than that, we had a couple of Fragment Fridays between the last podcast and now. We've been playing a lot of Infinite. We've been playing Infinite. Squad battles for the big ones, and then a mix of... Pretty much Fiesta for smaller groups. And I think there was a couple times we did actual BTB, because we had actually had a decent-sized party the last couple of times, which has been nice. Yep. Yeah, we jumped into some regular BTB. The squad battle thing, it has its own issues. Don't get me wrong, it's a pretty decent playlist, but there are some things about the game types and play in the maps that can favor teams pretty easily if they play their cards right. I mean, a lot of those older style maps were kind of like that. Some yeah. intentionally by design. Some just out of happenstance. Yeah. I mean, if you're having a good night in it, it, it works great, but if you start having a bad night, it goes down really quick. <laughs> it can. If you Once you get steamrolled, it can be a little bit of a knock to your self-esteem a bit. Overall, though, it's a pretty good playlist, I think. And they're going to keep adding to it. There's more custom maps that have been made by the Forgers. We have another Forge Spotlight, which showcases even more remakes. The YouTubers have show- been showing off a lot more community remakes as well. There is a new Terminal one that Duquesne showed off on Forge Hub. There's a, a cu- couple that were shown off by Mitblitz that were actually in the Forge feature from this last week. So overall, it's just Forge has been a really good addition to Infinite. Oh yeah, I mean it was Sucks definitely it there to begin with. Yeah, yeah, it it needed to be there to begin with. That that really it did a lot for the game um, in the whole quality of life. So yeah, three four three has been turning things around with all the drops they've been doing. Dredge is now out. They had squad battles, I think was probably the biggest surprise for a lot of people and garnered a lot of attention because it was all the classic maps, but with the Mm -hmm. new modes and movement mechanics and the fact that it kind of fit really well with what the Forgers had made was a good plus as well. Yeah, the Forgers did a good job of balancing map size with the abilities of Infinite and the movement of Infinite. Mm -hmm. For sure. And something that Mitblitz has noticed, and Halo API, Halo.API has actually been reporting a lot on the Steam active player statistics, but the average is going up, which is a good sign. Means people are actually interested in, or more people are actually coming back to play it more regularly. So 343 is definitely onto something with content updates that they're doing, playlist updates. I think it's just the the fact that they're adding content that brings people back to check check out the game to see what's new. 
And that's important, especially for a well, it's it's necessary for a live service game. You cannot let the content get stale. You know, that's one of the biggest complaints with Destiny is that the content get, tends to get pretty stale because, you know, they only update, update it four times a year. Yeah. With their seasons. And, and yeah, it's great for about the first, uh, you know, first week while everything's new, but then you, then you start looking at it and it's a rehash or something that was already there. And then, you know, you have to wait another week to get the next piece of the story mission. And it's just, Anyway, uh, with all the updates that uh, 343 has been making to the game, it has made it more appealing for people to come back. And the fact that they're using Forge to its fullest extent from the community mm-hmm. is helping. But thinking back to the Halo 2 and Halo 3 days, we didn't get that many map packs. We got four map packs for Halo 2. But not that frequently. It wasn't an every three-month thing. No, but the client... Back then, we didn't have live service games. Xbox or uh, Halo Two wasn't a live service game. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't built on the same model as Infinite was. Yeah, I. I just more point that out is the expectation has definitely changed mm-hmm. in the gaming culture, more or less. That in order to keep people's attention, because there's just so much. Mm-hmm. content out there as far as games you have to be releasing new content you have to be publishing new playlists to stay relevant to keep people coming back and be like oh what's this mm-hmm. shiny new thing everyone's attention well, the thing about it's so short now yeah the thing about the early halo games is yeah the environment they were developed in and the market they were developed for back then people tended to really invest in a game and you know, it wasn't uncommon for people to, you know, I, I did. As soon as the map pack came out, I bought it. The problem, you know, unfortunately, the problem with that model is, is not everybody buys the map pack. So now you have maps that you want to play, but you can't because the people you're matchmaking with don't have the map packs. Mm-hmm. And then you got into this. Now there's a split playlist where you have to have all the map packs in order to play this playlist. Mm-hmm. You know, then they have to generate special playlists for the people that do buy all the map packs. And then even that, even then you still get people in those playlists that don't have all the map packs. Right. It's like, you have to have a DLC to do this. And that was even something that we had to do for one of the achievements was, okay, everyone uninstall the map pack, except for this one. Yeah. So we can get the better chance of getting this map and matchmaking. Well, actually, just one person had to uninstall it. <laughs> but true. The uh, you know, aside from the achievement hunting, I mean, that was part of it. That's why you know you wanted to play the maps because there was achievements tied to them. I do like the free for all model as far as the actual game content when it comes to multiplayer. Like all the maps are free. The only thing that you have to pay for are the pretties if you want them. Right. I, I honestly don't have a problem with that model. And the community has proved that the model works. Uh, all The price it, Yeah. Whether people like to admit it or not, that's what gamers are voting with their wallets on is this microtransaction yeah. model. 
And it's not just all the Halo. vocal. All the vocal Halo po- folks are like, "This model sucks." I don't know why they went with this. It. It's like, because it makes research. them a ton of money. Yeah, you do the research. That's where the money is. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't complain about it if the gamers are part of the problem. Like, you're you're in the minority, and you need to recognize that you're in the minority. Yeah, That's well, who- Halo's always been ruled by the vocal minority, and that is something I think. I think that's a lesson three four three is kind of learning. It's kind of learning when when to listen and when to not. Well, they they still listen. It's choosing on choosing when to act and when not to. That's that's more precisely what. Yes, that that yeah. is it. That, I mean, they're they're starting to learn that the majority of people that play Halo don't agree with the vocal part of the people that play Halo. And I think that's part of the problem of the loss of people that want to play. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, the, the people that want the classic Halo experience, go play Halo 3, need to be ignored. There are some, pe- some things I don't like, but it doesn't keep me from playing the game. Like the whole stockpile thing. <sighs> Sorry, I don't like that game type. Bring, bring the flags back. <laughs> I'd, I'd much rather, you know, I'd much rather have Halo Reach's stockpile than what they have in Infinite. But anyway, it just the, it just snowballs so quickly. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so we have our Thursday thaw, which is the community update for the month of August, and there's quite a few things in here that we haven't talked about yet. A few that we have. We talked about the dredge map, I think, on the last episode mm-hmm. uh there was a forge features that came out between last podcast and this one and there's four maps that got re- uh, shown off in this latest forge features along with another video uh one remake perdition from halo 4 made the cut this time around from i crush all and cousin tim and we've also got tavern which is, I think, another Skyrim-inspired type map. It has that very older ambiance that you would see in Skyrim. There is Sasura, which is a underwater underwater palace type map, and then Stellar, which the screenshot doesn't really lend a lot to what the map might be. I do want to call out one map that Mint Blitz showed off in his video, and that was a forge remake of the battle of noctis from halo 5 but on a lot bigger scale wow that map was pretty big to be with they basically took the entire building box of forge and made it into a map wow and i think in this video he said it takes 20 minutes on foot to go from one edge of the map to the other 20 minutes 20 minutes wow on foot. That, you can get in the vehicle and go faster, but on foot. Well, yeah, but still. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, go over to Mint Blitz's YouTube video. I think it was in the last two or three days this week I mean, that he showed that off. that map is enormous. How would you ever find anybody? <laughs> That's kind of the point. I mean, yeah, that, that map, it would have to be a vehicle-only map. There's quite a few vehicles on there. Lots of snipers. But still, I mean... Back on the Forge features, there's also a video from Vid Games Pete, 
looking at scriptings and lists. So for those looking to expand their Forge Horizon, another little tutorial video for you to dive into. 343 is also doing another round of map solicitation, this time for the different seasons of the year. So there's a spring, summer, autumn, and winter tag that you can add your add to your custom maps that you're forging. And if you want 343 to look at it, then this is a way to get the map considered for an upcoming playlist. There's some updates to ranked arena matchmaking. The bottom line up front of it is if your CSR is 1500 and above, you'll only be able to search with a fire team of two or you can go in solo. I'm sure they've got the reasons. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not playing at that skill level, but for those that that impacts, uh, let us know what you think of it. I think namely, I don't know if Bobby or Keys are up that high, but yeah, for those that are Onyx, you can't go into ranked arena with a fire team of three or four. It's probably help matchmaking. It's easier. It's probably easier to balance teams if you only have to match up four Onyx players as opposed to eight and allow some more variety into that, into the, into their playlist. So they're not constantly just searching for games. Yeah, they, they don't say specifically why, but yeah, that's a change that's come, coming. Uh, squad Battle, they've basically made it a permanent playlist, which we kind of assumed was going to be the case with how popular it was, but they've officially said it's now a permanent playlist. There is a new piece of intel for Season 4. Uh, this one is number 3, called Translocation Theory. I'll go ahead and read this a little bit out. Back in 57... 2557. We had the twant quantum marker or the MX 1050. Cool piece of Oni tech that we got to play with in some Sims before they had the Infinity jump back to Requiem. Used it to transport crates from the ship down to the research bases. They went to drop and gain a foothold in enemy occupied territory quick and hard, but then we started finding these foreigner robots that can zip around the place, and suddenly we got a bunch of eggheads working overtime. They really had to pull that turn back in for this. Really? Mm-hmm. <sighs> we got a bunch of eggheads working overtime to repurpose the tech to put it on actual people. Don't know what kind of magic tricks they managed to pull, but the damn thing works. Heard them talking about putting this tra quantum translocator on Spartans in the field. Ain't worked up the courage yet to volunteer for further trials, not since old Haverly was gone for three hours during a test run and came back all pale and shaking and refused to say a word about what happened. Tried to calm him down, but he just wouldn't stop crying. Come to think of it, haven't seen him in a while. Interesting. Wonder where he went. Hmm. Mystery for another day. I don't know why they felt the need to bring back the egg term, but we'll just move on past that. Next. Be the next HCS Major, which is Fort Worth, is happening next weekend, September 1st through the 3rd. This is the last major on the roadmap before we have the finals in Seattle in just about seven weeks from now. There is a, another event that's going to be happening, Salt Lake City, hosted by Space Station Gaming. Uh, but the last major is this coming weekend, September 1st through the 3rd in Fort Worth. We've also got the new Halo Outcast book, which we talked about last time on the podcast. And 
The other only other thing I think is Pure for Three re- released a eight bit beats video, which you can go listen to. It's basically if you know the game cabinet from the I forget which map it is. Is it Streets? Yeah. The game cabinet in there, the music that plays in there, they actually pulled it out for us and put it in a nice little video so you can go and listen to the whole eight bit version of the Halo Infinite theme. Without getting shot. Yes. At the very end is Artist Corner, like they do for all the community updates, and this one is focusing on the cover art for Halo The Thursday War. I know Kilo 5 Trilogy gets a bad rap from some folks, but it was a pretty good trilogy as far as building the current lore. I enjoyed it very much. Between Halo 3 and 4. It, it, it did a really good job of, of bridging the gap. There's also a spotlight for a community spotlight. This, if people remember back a while ago, Three for Three asked for magazine cover type things to be made by the community, and the community did not disappoint. So we have a whole bunch of magazine covers to celebrate the Cyber Showdown 2 event, and those are over on Halo Waypoint as well. Typical, what you would kind of think, magazine there was there's some good serious ones there's some of the that really embracing the cyber piece of cyber showdown and then some really just funny ones as well overall there's a lot of good submissions here Mm -hmm. so that's it for the halo news i think not much else to go on yeah it's good to see content being released for Halo Infinite, getting a lot of folks coming back to the game through the Steam charts and player base, which is also good. And I think next time you'll hear us, we'll have the domain on to talk about his start into his Halo community participation, how he got involved with all the mega constructs and all the, I think he does some of the stop motion stuff as well. He also recently took a trip to Montreal, which happens to be where Mega Headquarters is. So we'll get to see if he can talk about any of what he learned there or what feedback he was able to give to Mega about sets, quality feedback. It'll be an interesting podcast for sure. I think that's a wrap. Anything else you got to add, GT? No, I don't have anything for tonight. All right. For those in the Twitch chat, thank you so much for coming on over. Remember, we do have our Fragon Friday happening every Friday. We are still on Infinite, pretty much full speed. We might drop in a Halo Master Chief Collection on an off day at some point. On our off podcast nights, we're still doing Cursed Halo. Probably continue to do that for a little while longer until we finish that. And then maybe we just start playing mods or community projects for the off nights. I think that might be a good thing to do if we don't have an interview lined up or if we're kind of on an off week for news, we just get on and, and play mods and other community projects. Well, you know, we do still have to explore the Cursed Halo multiplayer. I guess there's that too. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to Pod Tackler, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. 
You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtackler.com, and join the community on Discord at podtackler.com slash Discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Fragon Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, and Prestige Ace. Until next time, keep on fragging trucks.